This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chip and Roll Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, my name is Roy Knight for The Christian Gentleman. My youngest son likes to go through my pocket change whenever I get home to look for any old coins that he might find so he can add it to his collection. From time to time, he will find a wheat penny or an old nickel. When things are getting slow, I'll get a few rolls of pennies from the bank so that he can look through them. Sometimes he will find nothing. Yet on occasion, he will find one or two. It's just a game of chance since the last wheat penny was minted back in 1958. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack. Occasionally, it pays off. But that's because he keeps looking. If he did not look, he would not find anything. Thus the verse, Seek and you will find, comes to mind in Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. Seeking and finding works well with lost car keys and cell phones most of the time, but what if one is looking for something more elusive? Let's say that one is looking for God. Where do you find Him? It's not like you can look for Him under the couch cushions or try to spot Him with a pair of binoculars. It is interesting of people's view of God. Some try to jump into religion in hopes to find God, and whenever it does not pan out the way that they want it to, they give up, and then they go back to the regular old thing. Christianity is not a jump into it and try it out for a while religion. Christianity is a commitment. Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. God is found by those who diligently seek Him. He is not a fool. He knows the hearts of men and knows those who seek Him for selfish ambitions. But for those who truly seek Him, He can be found. Paul, speaking to the Athenians on Mars Hill, stated, And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. Acts chapter 17, verses 26 and 27. God has arranged things in such a way on the earth that when people open their eyes and diligently search for Him, that they can find Him. How do we find God that wants to be found? We look for something that provides direction that is God-made and not man-made. There are two things that fall into this category. The first is nature. Nature has the fingerprints of God all over it. The book of Genesis clearly states that God created the world in six days. John, in speaking of the pre-incarnate Christ, said, All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. John chapter 1 and verse 3. The apostle Paul stated, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Romans chapter 1 and verse 20. I do not believe in evolution. All things were made by the hand of God so that we might see the awesomeness of his creation. 
from the bottom of the seas to the furthest star, truly nature declares the glory of God. Though nature shows God's eternal power, nature gives us few specifics about the true nature of God. This leads us to the second God-made tool that He has given to us that we might come to know Him. This is the Bible. Mankind tries and fails on every level to find God because they do not want to read the Bible. People sadly reject the one thing that truly reveals the character of God, His love for us and His plan of salvation for our souls. Yet the psalmist highlights this wonderful book by writing, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalms 119, 105. Regardless of human reasoning, the only true way to know God is by using the book He has given us. God has laid it upon us to diligently seek Him through studying His word. Most will not take the time. Many others will jump in for a while, and then whenever they don't see what they want to, they'll go back to their own business. Yet a few will search His Word thoroughly to find Him and uncover their responsibilities to such an awesome God. Such diligence shows the heart of the seeker, and God knows every heart. Such a heart was found in people like Paul and Lydia and the Ethiopian nobleman who, having found him, went on their way rejoicing. We can, too, if we will only take the time to search his word. If you would like to know more about how to know God and understand his word that is revealed to us, please let me know. I have some information for you, and I would love to share it with you. That's all I have for right now. And what does the Lord require of you? but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. May the Lord bless you as you seek to do His will, and I'll see you next time on The Christian Gentleman. Just as a reminder, Volumes 1 through 3 of There is a River is out on Amazon and paper and also Kindle versions, as well as the commentary on the book of John, which is entitled, Who Has Believed Our Report? I have written them for your encouragement. Enjoy. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.